Welcome to The Girls' Room. I'm your host, Marissa Quintalmo. The Girls' Room is a safe space where we talk about all things uncomfortable, challenging, and oftentimes gross that come along with womanhood. Tune in every week for a new glamorous episode. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome back to The Girls' Room. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Especially, are we doing during this holiday season? I know for me, this year is a lot different than last year, and that's what we're going to kind of be talking about today because I've had a lot of big changes in my life. And when I say big changes, I literally just mean that I got a boyfriend, but that might sound really small to some people, but for me, that's like a huge, massive change. So I know last year, literally this time last year, I posted a whole series of episodes. Let's try to make it a wonderful time because I know for me in years past, I absolutely hated the holiday season and I'm still not a fan, but My mind is definitely more at ease this year with just the fact that I have company and I have a loved one and someone to experience this all with. But yeah, I just want to check in and make sure everyone's doing okay before the holidays. I know I'm really stressed when it comes to gift giving. I know that I'm really stressed dealing with my divorced parents. I know that I'm really stressed dealing with being sober for the holidays and not everybody understanding that that's just a personal choice that I want to make. I still have the same stresses as last year. But I have someone by my side who loves me and supports me to, you know, go through all of that with me. So I think that's what's making this year, nah, I think, that is what's making this year so much different. But yeah, I want to talk about that today because I just think it's a little ironic that, you know, this time last year we did Single Girl Rock or Single Bell Rock, I think it was called. And now here I am a year later, fully like gooped up in love and... You know, all that jazz when even just earlier this summer, I was talking about like, oh my god, I I can't do relationships and boys are so gross, even though boys are so gross, let's be honest. Um, But yeah, and I haven't really, like I mentioned in last week's episode or two weeks ago when I don't fucking know when I record anymore, honestly. Um, I mentioned that I had a boyfriend and I post him every once in a while on the Instagram, but I haven't really talked about the whole... You know, the whole shebang and basically like my whole first two years of podcasting was all about me being single and how much I love my independence and how much guys have fucked me over in the past. And yeah, so I just think I got to talk about the fact that I have a boyfriend because it's kind of like, what the fuck? How did this happen? How did this happen kind of so fast? And how did my mind switch up? So I don't even know really where to start with this. I guess I should start with like single girl rock of last year. I was very lonely. I was very sad. I was a little bitter at times and I was definitely a little jealous at times, but also again was really loving my independence. That's something that I'm so fucking major on. That's something that is so important to me because when I was in my first two relationships and yeah, basically just my first two relationships. I don't know where I was going with that. I put all of my dependency into those people. I did absolutely everything with the partners that I had. Like, especially the second relationship that I was in, we would hang out every single day. He was my best friend. He was my only friend. We did everything together and I was no longer just like Marissa. It was Marissa and blank. We don't need to go there with any names or anything, but we... Yeah, we did everything together. I talked to him every second of every day. We were, not we, I was so dependent on him that when we broke up, I had no idea what to do with myself. And I like made a vow to myself saying, I'm never fucking doing that again. 
And that's where a lot of my walls got built. I put up a lot of fucking walls. There were cement walls. There were stone walls. There were brick walls. Like every wall that you could possibly think of, all with like padlocks and chains and ten bolts. All of those walls were up because I never wanted to feel that way again of being so lost and feeling so alone and feeling like I'm not a person without him. And granted, I was really young. Like, let's be real. This was a high school relationship. I was 16, 17, 18, kind of that age. But that's a horrible fucking feeling to feel like you, you're not good enough on your own, that like you need another person to complete you. And so I made this vow that I'm never putting everything. I don't want to say everything. Yeah, kind of everything though. I'm not going to put all of my I'm not, oh my god, how the fuck, why can't I talk? I'm never gonna be fully dependent on another person, is what I'm trying to say. So, for the past, however long that's been, um, 10 years, 7 years, 8 years, I've had little flings, you know, here and there. I've had little, you know, little smooshes in there. I've had, like, kind of talking relationships. I've had, like, those, but I've never had another boyfriend like a serious relationship like the whole like will you go out with me will you be my girlfriend will you be my boyfriend type shit so I spent all of those years on my own I spent all of those years trying to build up all of this confidence and love and kind of really be my own best friend and especially this year specifically I went so fucking hard into this This was also the first year living on my own. I moved into an apartment this year by myself, which is, like, glorious to me. I love living by myself. I personally enjoy being alone. I love when plans get canceled. I'm one of those type of people who would rather just kind of be a homebody and, you know, I could go multiple days without talking to people. I'm I'm okay with that. I know some people might be listening and being like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Yes, I'm I'm serious. I don't... I was going to say I don't really know what it is that I enjoy so much about being alone, but I think in the past, what I enjoyed about being alone is doing everything on my schedule, doing everything on my own. I didn't have to think about anybody else, and I was always right, obviously. This all has changed, and I love having someone in my life, but again, this is the past. Um, yeah, so I was not used to coexisting with someone. I was not used to having someone else's schedule that I needed to work with. I was used to all of it being about me 24-7 and going at my own speed, going at my own time whenever I wanted. And that's also why I started the podcast on my own was because I could do it whenever I wanted. I didn't have to rely on anybody else. I could go on my own schedule and I didn't have to work with anybody else and then I could invite people onto the podcast if I wanted. So if you couldn't tell, if you listen to any episode I have ever had, especially this one, I love to be in control of things. I love it to be my way. I don't want to say or the highway, but like maybe like the throughway. But yeah, I just like to do things on my own. So this was a huge change for me. I would have friends come over every now and then, but that was like once or twice a month. And now I have my current partner and we spend at least two days a week, those two full days a week with each other because we don't live in the same area. So this was a huge adjustment for me. And also I'm talking to someone more often in the day. Like back when I was single, I didn't 
have a reason to use my phone. I would use it to like FaceTime my nephew. I would use it to maybe call McKenna. But that was it. Like I wasn't texting anybody throughout the day. I wasn't like talking to anybody in the morning or at night or I was really on my own. So this is like not only am I spending more physical time with a person, but also virtual time, I guess you can call it. I don't know. There's just always someone else in my life. And that's not something that I was used to in the past. And well, I wanted to work on my own time and my own speed. And that's what I've really been doing this year. I would go out to lunch by myself. I would go on dates by myself, meaning like I would take myself out on a date. There's no other dates up until this late summer. So I would go shopping on my own. I would do all of these things that I have been like scared to do in the past and things that used to make me feel embarrassed and ashamed over. I used to think like in high school, you could never, even into college too, you could never, ever, ever, ever do things on your own. If you went to the mall by yourself, are you fucking kidding me? What? Are you kidding me? Really? You go out to eat by yourself? That's, that's embarrassing. That's ridiculous. And now I have realized that was all this kind of front. I was really jealous and wanted to be that independent person, but couldn't find it within myself to do it. So this year it's been all about me. We've been going to therapy once a week. I've been putting in so much work within myself. So much work in myself? How how does that make sense? I've been putting so much work into myself. I think that's it. I've been doing just a lot of work for me. I talked a lot to my therapist and I started mentioning the idea back in around April that I was potentially open to dating again. I was interested in having a partner to coexist with or just be around me or to have company. I was interested in just being loved and being able to give someone love in return. And I was reading so many romance novels. Every single book that I read this year, I read about 50 books, all of them being romance. And I was watching all these beautiful romance movies. I was fantasizing in my head. Okay. Mm, Is that the right? Maybe I shouldn't say it like that. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how to say that. So, and then also sometimes I would write in my journal and sometimes I would create stories. One day it's my absolute dream and goal to write a novel, but I would write these short little stories and kind of create this life that I didn't have. And I think what really sparked that was watching the movie Love and Gelato. It's just this beautiful, cute little love story. And that is really when I started realizing like, okay, maybe I'm ready. All of the signs are around me. I keep mentioning it. I keep watching it. I keep reading about it. Maybe I'm ready. And very coincidentally, Lizzo's song, Ready to Be Loved, came out. And I listened to it for the first time. And I was like, yeah, I... I think I'm ready. And like I've mentioned a few times, I work on a radio show and they're always saying like, oh, when are you going to date someone? Yada, 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 because I'm kind of known for being single and that I hated everybody and I hated everything. And I just kind of had this little bitch front every now and then. But I said the one day I was like, I am ready to date. And I put it out into the universe and the universe fucking delivered that same day as when I met my current boyfriend. And Yeah, I put a lot of work into it. It took a lot. It wasn't just like one day I woke up and I was like, I want a boyfriend. It was like a six month to a year process of finally realizing that I was ready. And then I met a boy and oh my God, he's so cute. He's so beautiful. I love him to the fucking moon and more. But 
I am still learning how to navigate being in a relationship considering it's been 9,000 years since I've been in one and this is my first adult serious relationship that I've ever been in and you know the person that I want to be with and ah, I get so emotional right now he's so cute um yeah so it's kind of been difficult at times and it's definitely something that I need to learn not that I Something that I will learn. How the fuck do I say this better? But okay, you know what? I'm just gonna scratch this part for a minute. Okay, we'll get into how it's hard, but let's let's just talk about how we met because I know that no one asked for it, but I'm gonna tell you anyways. Okay, so when I was like eight, there was this really, really cute boy who was in like the same dance program as me, and he was so cute. I had the biggest crush on him. He did not know that I existed, but I knew that he existed. I thought he was so cute. And then, yada, 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 years go on, da, 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 and I'm working, this is this summer, this is in July, and then this hot fucking smoke show walks into the restaurant that I work at. Of course, I'm wearing the ugliest fucking outfit that day. I'm still so disappointed in myself. He comes in all cool and cute looking, and I looked at my coworker, I was like, that's my fucking table, I'm taking it, do not talk to them. That boy is so hot, and I want to talk to him. She's like, okay, whatever. I just keep going to their table and talking and saying, like, oh, my gosh, how are you guys doing? You guys doing okay? You want me to clear anything up? Like, anything I could do to just, like, look into this beautiful boy's eyes. He's not a boy. He's 25. This beautiful man's eyes. I'm going to do. And then I kept getting nervous, and I didn't really want to, like, say anything or, like, do too much because he was with family at the table. And then when he came in to pay, he was by himself, and then my coworker went to you know, ring him up. I was like, get the fuck out of my way. Nope. This is my last shot. I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to talk to this boy. And he was paying and I was like, oh, what's your tattoo mean? Because I literally could not think of anything else to say. And then he just had this beautiful fucking like articulate answer that had like feelings and emotion. I was like, oh my God, he is so fucking fine. And then he said something which made me realize that he was a dancer and it just kind of like clicked in my head like holy fucking shit you're the boy that I had a crush on when I was eight and I was like oh my god I know who you are and he was like oh okay who the fuck are you and then I said my name and he still didn't know me whatever it's fine um and anyways then later I found him on Instagram uh, stalked him right away and then he followed me and then I followed him true romance through the gram and then I sent him a message, and then he stopped answering, and then I messaged him again the next day, and then I just kept the conversation going, and now we're dating. So, it just kind of happened like that. And yeah, it's just a beautiful, lovely, just whole experience, and I think the one thing, this is going to be like the last, like, gushy, th- mm, gushy was probably the wrong term to use, the last mushy, okay, none of these are good. Oh my, what's like a good word to use? Okay. This is going to be the last um, sappy thing that I'm going to say is that what really drew me into him was besides the fact that he was so fucking hot and he was so cute and he had really like good feelings and articulate thoughts with his tattoo and everything was the fact that he said, if you're ever up for it, I would love to take you out for a drink. And I told him, I would love to hang out with you, but I actually don't drink, so maybe we could do something else. And instead of the usual reaction that I get when I tell people I don't drink, it's normally like, ew, are you serious? You don't drink? Come on. You could have one drink. Like, you guys know the fucking deal. I've done a bunch of podcast episodes on it. Instead, he said, tell me more. And from that moment, I was like, yep, this is my guy. This is the one. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be my person. I'm going to make this happen. 
and he was never judgmental and just wanted to always know more and was just curious and supportive of everything I said. And that's how I just knew. It was like, this is my person. And through, you know, we've only been together five or so months, but, you know, we've had some difficulties. I found out that I had vaginismus through this relationship and he was very supportive and loving through that. I've had to go through a lot of therapy appointments that, he, again, he's been always really loving and caring through that. This is so, like, no one fucking cares, but I feel like I need to share this. Came to my neurologist appointments. I had to get a pap smear. He came with me for that. Like, he's just, like, to the fucking moon. He's just so cute. But yeah, it's, it's, it isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Like, you know, I kind of thought it would be right from the start. You're just hard eyes 24-7 in this quote-unquote honeymoon phase. And, you know, the odd thing that I've noticed about being in this relationship, my first relationship that I've had in so long, this is the first time that all of my, like, current friends have ever seen me in a relationship. So none of them knew me in high school and all of my coworkers, it's their first time seeing me in a relationship. The first thing that kind of everybody has been telling me is like, oh, you're in the honeymoon phase. That's going to end soon. Yeah, the honeymoon phase, that's coming to an end. You guys are going to start fighting. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, get ready. It's going to end. And like so many people, it just kind of seemed like we're trying to, I don't know, just bring me down and just looking for the worst, which was so odd because here I am so giddy and happy and in love for the first time in so long and finally feeling happy again. And everyone's just kind of looking towards the worst and that's just really how it felt they're like oh I'm happy for you but like you're just in the honeymoon phase that's gonna end like it just seemed like such an odd thing that I don't know I never I've never personally said to anybody in my life I would never think to comment on someone's relationship like that I don't know just be happy for people like it felt like people were happy but at the same time like almost seeming jealous of the happiness in a sense, or jealous of that, like, over-giddiness when you first start dating. And I, I I understand the honeymoon phase. I get that's a thing. But just, like, be happy. I, I don't I don't get that. Don't shit on anybody's parade, especially mine, because I'm not going to be happy and I'm probably going to fucking cry about it. So, okay. So what I really wanted to talk about today was not only the fact that I had this beautiful, cute little boyfriend. Oh, my God. I just I love him. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about was the difference from last year to now. Last year, I was bitter, I was single, I was lonely, I was sad all the time, but also, in the same sense, I wanted to be so independent, I was so proud of myself, I was so focused on me, and now this year, I have another person in my life that I have to, you know, always have someone else in mind, which is not something that I was used to. I always have company around me now, loving, beautiful company that, again, I'm not always used to. I was used to doing everything on my own terms, my own schedule, and now having someone else who is a living, breathing human who has opinions and who has thoughts and who has his own schedule. It's been difficult at times. I was so used to just the way that I did everything was the right way to do everything. The way that I did everything was the only way to do it because I didn't know anything else. And so that has been probably the biggest, not probably, that has been the biggest challenge and something that I've had to really adapt to and get used to the most. It's been such a beautiful, like fascinating, interesting experience so far. And I, that probably sounds like an odd way to describe a relationship, but really like just looking at it from an outside perspective and just kind of looking at it as a whole, it's been so 
so amazing and I've learned so much about myself and learned so much about relationships and about other people. But there have been times where I felt like I've kind of been forgotten about the things or forgotten to do the things that make me happy because I have this one person now that does provide me happiness. So instead of doing all the things like reading and journaling and self-care and having like my quiet hour and just kind of like what I would do in my off time, I kind of put that to the side, not not kind of, I put that all to the side because I had this one beam of happiness. I had this one beam of light that was making me so happy that I felt like I didn't need all of those other things. And that definitely caught up to me. It caught up to me quick and it caught up to me really fucking hard. I think the one thing that hit me the hardest is, you guys know I'm an avid reader, I love books so much, and I was just on this fucking reading streak because I had all the time in the fucking world, I didn't do anything besides hang out with myself, I would read like a book every single day and it was so fucking cool. I would see people just posting all their books that they read or my friends even talking to me like, hey, what books have you read this month? Do you have any recommendations for me? And I was like, I'm not reading anymore. Like I stopped reading why did I why did I do that and then you know you see like the cute like aesthetic beautiful pictures on Instagram that just really inspire you with people with their journals out and their planners and you know their big glass of water in the fucking morning whatever they're doing I'm focused on the journal thing though I would see people posting that and I'm like wait I haven't journaled in four months what am I doing like that isn't even something that you have to do just when you're upset or when you're feeling down or negative emotions like that's something you should still be doing all the time even when you are happy and that's something that I used to always do whenever like I had a good day I would write about it so that I could go back and look at it another day but I just stopped doing all of these things and I started feeling like out of whack and like confused and still so happy at the same time but also so sad and not really understanding why and then recently I realized when I had a huge fucking meltdown that I still do need that time to put into myself I know a lot of times I'm like okay yeah like I'm gonna take like 20 minutes to read and journal and my partner is absolutely cool with that and supportive and loving of that but then I'm like but I want to spend all my time with you so never mind throw the book across the room let's hang out and let's talk and At the time, yes, it feels great. I love spending as much time as I can with my partner, but also I still need to do the things that make me happy on top of the happiness that I already have. So I've kind of worked out this little loose schedule, I guess, this this loose plan with my partner that even when we hang out, I'm going to take the time to read, whether it's like 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. And journal. It doesn't need to be like 19 fucking pages long, even though that feels so good for my soul. If it's just two pages, if it's just a sentence, like I need to write something out. I can't hold in all these little anxious thoughts in my head because even though I'm super happy, I feel like I am over the moon because I have this lovely human in my life. I still have so much fucking anxiety. I still have so much shit going on in this little fucking brain up here. I still feel stressed and worried and anxious and sometimes nervous when I go out in public. I gotta let it out, even though, again, I'm happy, but I can be sad in other parts of my life, if that makes sense. So, I have this little loose plan that I'm still going to do these things sometimes while wearing my headphones. So it does kind of seem like I am by myself and whether that's at night or in the morning or whenever, but I just still need 
to do those things for myself. And sometimes I do need alone time. Sometimes I do need quiet time. I am a very overstimulated gal, especially when I go to visit my partner who does live in a very fucking poppin' area. It's fucking hard for a little anxious girl who's just used to always being by herself in silence to then being in a place that is fucking booming and sirens and sounds and people and sweat and moving vehicles. It's all a lot, but I'm really so ecstatic to live my life with this person and also learn more about myself and learn more about him and us together. And (coughs) yep, that cough's still there. That's nice, right? You guys like that. So yeah, I'm just excited, you know, that I also discovered this and that I realized that I need to still take care of myself even when I feel happy, even when I feel like, you know, I kind of have it all. I still need to pour into myself because when I don't, I'm not able to give 100% to my partner and that's not fair at all. So I feel like that has been the biggest kind of takeaway from this relationship and also just that I deserve happiness. I felt like for so long, like, I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough for love, but I'm worthy of this love. And I am so deserving of this relationship and this happiness and this love that this person provides to me. And it is really the coolest fucking thing in the world. So as hard as it is, sometimes I do forget this. Sometimes I do take it for granted, but I really need to enjoy all the moments that we have and I really just need to enjoy this beautiful love and all these experiences and everything that it is teaching me and I know this is the cheesiest not even cheesiest I know this is the sappiest episode that I've ever recorded but I think it's really important because all of my other ones were me being super bitter and super single and super lonely and sad Don't get me wrong, sometimes I'm still really lonely, even though I do have this person, but I'm lonely for other reasons. I'm lonely because I miss my family, I miss my beautiful little niece and my beautiful little nephew, and also my sister and my brother-in-law. Sometimes I feel lonely because I miss my best friend who lives in North Carolina. Nope, she lives in South Carolina, whoops! Sometimes I feel lonely just because I miss my family, and sometimes I feel lonely just because I'm alone, and that's okay, so... Yeah, I guess it's really cool to notice all the emotions that come with it. And even though I feel so happy with this one person, then I'm also going to be sad sometimes. I'm still going to have my issues with anxiety and depression and whatever else I'm feeling. Sometimes, even though I'm being told that I'm beautiful and that I'm pretty, sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I won't actually feel it. But just to have someone who supports me and cares and tells me nice things, yeah, it's special. Also, I don't let my boyfriend listen to the podcast, so this is kind of for you guys when it sounds like it's really just for him. He's not going to hear this, so thanks for listening if you listened. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this was a little sappy, but again, I just wanted to show and kind of share the growth that I've had throughout this year. And one of my friends, shout out Siobhan, I love you so much, she credited me for this relationship. She really stopped me and was like, you know that you've done the work for this relationship. Like you've put so much into yourself to allow this relationship to come to you. You really like put this greatness out to the universe. You did all the right work and that's why you were brought this person. I thought that was the most special thing on planet earth because I forgot about all the work, you know, that I put into myself. I forgot about everything that I did and I kind of just thought like, oh, this person just fell into the palm of my hands. But if I 
didn't do all that work for myself, I wouldn't have been open to finding this person and to building this beautiful relationship. So I think that's it. But also, it's still cool if you're single. Being single is phenomenal. I had a great fucking time. It was life-changing. It taught me so much. I really... I learned so much about myself and I put so much love and care and effort into myself and found these routines and found these amazing people and still had fun. And I think that's something also to take away too. You don't need a partner. Okay, that sounds fucking me. I was going to say you don't need a partner to complete your life, but I mean that is true too. But if you do have a partner, that's lovely. That's a great part of Okay. I'm getting twisted. I'm getting tongue-tied here. I love you guys so much. If you have a partner, that's cool. If you don't have a partner, that's also cool. Have fucking fun either way. Enjoy the love around you. Enjoy the love that you give to yourself. I love you bitches so much to the fucking moon and more and back into Jupiter and to Venus and Mars everywhere. I love you so much. I hope that you have happy holidays. If you don't have happy holidays, I hope that you are feeling love. I hope that you are feeling hugs and light. And I hope that you're feeling healthy and especially going into the new year. I'm so excited to be here with you guys next year. I'm, let's be honest, I'm probably not going to record an episode before the year ends. So I think this is my last send off for 2022. And yeah, this has just been a really special year. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so, I'm just, I'm, I'm so proud. Let's be real. I have done so much for myself. I've been doing the hard fucking work in therapy every week. Outside of therapy, I've been putting in the hard work. I've been doing hard shit every day. But like my girl Glennon Doyle says, we can do hard fucking things. I had a phenomenal year. Even with the podcast, even though I didn't post that much, even though I didn't do that much content, I met so many amazing people. I had so many great episodes that I love so dearly, made so many connections. And being able to make those connections and seeing those people grow and prosper is also such a beautiful thing. I've had so many experiences of some... <laughs> Sun, so many things. I have done so many things. So, thank you so much. I will see you all in 2020 fucking three. I cannot believe that. That makes me want to vomit. I'm gonna be 26 in 2023. Holy fuck. Okay, I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. Have a happy holiday. Again, if you need anybody to talk to this holiday season, I know it's tough. I know it's tricky. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm still dealing with the holiday blues a little bit too dealing with my parents dealing with family and money and gift giving and being a server and not making that much money in the holiday season and winter season so if you need some love i'll be there to give it to you i love you all so much thank you for listening to the sappy episode hopefully i don't get this sappy again or maybe we will i don't know let's see i love you have an amazing day thank you so much for being a part of the girls room this year and i'll see you bitches in 2023 thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the girls room don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at thegirlsroom underscore pod. See you next week for an all new episode.